So my friends, today we celebrate this solemnity of the Assumption of Our Lady, that it's a dogma of the Church, that Mary, at the end of her life, was assumed body and soul into heaven, and that she, who was never corrupted by sin and had no relationship with sin as um, the result of her Immaculate Conception, didn't suffer the, the effects of sin, uh, primarily here in bodily death, that Mary's soul never separated from its body, and then at the end of her life, she was assumed body and soul uh, into heaven. And that this um, dogma, this, the reality of what God did for our mother, is, is a proof of his total goodness. This is not necessary, right? It's not at all necessary that Mary uh, be assumed body and soul into heaven at the end of her life. Uh, redemption had already occurred by that point. The, the devil was overthrown. Um, our Lord had won uh, the victory and risen from the dead. And so now it's kind of like, um, well, what, um, what, why did this have to happen? It, well, it didn't. It didn't have to happen, except that God is good. And that when we consider the assumption of Our Lady, we see that this is the total generosity of God. That God is so generous. In fact, the document used um, by which the Pope infallibly proclaimed the Assumption of Our Lady as a dogma of the faith, which only happened in, I think, the year 1950, right? So relatively recently, um, is the most munificent God, right? God's total munificence, his total generosity in that way. That God is, is overflowing with goodness to us. And that this is the God that we believe in. I think a lot of times, many of us, in our heart of hearts, or if we just, like, what's our kind of standard conception of God, is that there's a God who either just doesn't care about us and has nothing to do with us, or a God who's so intent and just waiting for us to mess up. And that God is just waiting for it. God wants us to go to hell. And he wants to condemn us. And he's just waiting for that opportunity to say, I got you. No, that's not the God we believe in. God is generous overflowing in generous love for us. And that this is shown in this feast of the Assumption. That Mary, when she's assumed body and soul into heaven, like this is not, it's not necessary. We don't need it. Everything's already been done. Also, when we consider this, it's that um, God doesn't use people, right? Mary had a role. She had to be the mother of Jesus. Um, but again, once Jesus' whole work is accomplished, well, we don't. Mary, Mary was just an instrument to be used, and we just kind of, she's not, she's not important anymore. No! Absolutely not. God doesn't use us. He doesn't just use us and toss us aside when he's done with us, whenever we've accomplished whatever the, not, a, not at all. God overflows with total goodness. Today brings to fulfillment what, um, what God started at the Immaculate Conception. It's brought to fulfillment today. It's, um, that this, and then it, we get the, um, this line from Elizabeth reading from the visitation. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to by the Lord would be fulfilled. That God goes all the way, right? Um, it's, God doesn't just check out when, when everything's already done. God goes all the way. I often, uh, silly example, but like if I go to a baseball game, I'm one of the people that'll leave in the eighth inning if, if the team's winning, right? Um, if I go to a baseball game, and our, our I mean, never put it past the Red Sox to blow a good lead. But, um, you know, I'm, if, if it's a clearly decided game 
like, I'm going to, I'd rather, you know, fight, not fight the traffic. Or we were at the Synod Mass. Now, I would, you can't leave Mass early. But if I was ever tempted to leave a Mass early, it was the Synod Mass on Friday night with, what, 1,500 people all trying to get, and I'm just like, you know, I distributed communion. I could sneak right out. I got a side exit. I could get right out here before the end of Mass. No one will notice uh, and beat the 1,500. Well, no, I stayed to the end of the Synod Mass and then stayed for an hour to get out of the Oakdale. Um, but that this is, God doesn't just, like, leave when, when it's already done. God sees things through all the way to the end. And that this is what he does with Mary, and this is what he does with each one of us. That God is there 100% all the way through. God is with us in and then even through the end. And that this feast, the assumption, is then the, the embodiment of the fact that Mary had no taint of sin. That original sin, she was preserved from it. Not that it was taken away from her, like in John the Baptist or any of us in our baptism. Um, no, no. It wasn't that she had had sin and then it was taken away. It says she was preserved from all sin. What that means is Mary never suffered what we call concupiscence. Concupiscence is where we have this secret attraction to sin. Secret, sometimes not so secret, but we have this attraction to sin. As much as we struggle to live a good and holy life, secretly, we're friends with sin. Like, we, we secretly, whatever our sins we like, like, secretly, I, I, I don't want to be friends with my sins, but I secretly am. Mary is not, right? Mary's not secret friends with her sin. She has no sin. She's not secret friends with the devil. She's not, she is totally preserved from all of this, entirely, body and soul. And so Our Lady is truly the enemy of the devil, we read in the book of Genesis, and we, uh, we have it at the Immaculate Conception, where God makes his promise, um, or he makes the, the condemnation of the, the serpent. He says, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers. Mary is the fulfillment of that enmity. She is the enemy of the devil. We want to be enemies of the devil, but secretly, we still like what he's offering. Um, not with Mary. Not at all. She is the total, complete enemy of the devil. And what that means for us is that we can go to her. We can go to her in our struggle with sin. We can ask her to pray for us. Because she's not secretly friends with what we're trying to get rid of. We go to Mary. We ask her to pray for us regularly. We go to our, she's our mother. Um, we, should, we should ask her for many things, and particularly when we're struggling, particularly when we're weak. Like, I don't, when, I, when I'm sick or something, or when I think I'm getting sick, or when I, you know, cut myself on something, I'm like, do I need, st-? I call my mom. I still call my mom, right? To everyone here, I'm going to be tough Father Casey, and I'm, I'm fine, right? But I call my mom, like, mom, I don't feel, like, what about this? And what? Like, I call my mom, and I bring her my weakness, Right? Spiritually, we should do that with our mother, our lady. Bring her our weakness. We could play tough with everybody else, but we bring our mother our weakness. We bring her our need. We can't, we can't pretend like we've got it all figured out, like we're self-sufficient. We bring everything to our mother. She's the enemy of sin. She's the enemy of death. She's the enemy of all the effects of sin. And so we bring her our total weakness out of love. Today, at the conclusion of Mass, um, we're going to renew our parish consecration to Our Lady. Each one of you should then give one of these cards on the way into Mass. 
about three, just over three years ago on the uh, first memorial of Mary, the mother of the church, we consecrated our parish to Our Lady. And again, not just consecrating all the good things we do, that's true, and particularly as we're getting ready to start another school year, we're looking forward to many good things, but also our weakness, our failures, that we don't have everything figured out, um, and that we're going to give it over to our mother. And so once again, today at the conclusion of Mass, it's good to renew frequently. We do it a few different times during the year. Um, but I'd say at this point, particularly, just giving our mother our total, our weakness, the fact that um, we, even as a parish, don't have everything figured out. It's not all perfect, um, but that we give it over to our mother. We bring her particularly today, um, our weakness in our personal struggles, our personal difficulties. And then, you know, the school year at CCSU is going to start up in another week and a half. And so, or no, just, just about a week. And so um, we should entrust in a special way our mission as CCSU to our mother. Let her be the one to run it. Let her be the one to make it fruitful. And then whatever credit we get for it, we give it all right back to her. When we consecrate something to Mary, we don't take any of the credit. We give it all back. We consecrate the parish to Our Lady. We consecrate all of our mission, our apostolate to Our Lady. And so we give, it all, we give her all the credit. And so at the end of Mass, we'll renew this consecration. God is so good to our mother, and our mother is so good to us. And so we turn to Our Lady today. We celebrate this day, uh, her entrance, body and soul, into heaven. And we ask Mary to continue to pray for us, to show herself a mother to us, so that we, wrapped in her motherly love, may with her always glorify the Lord.